0: you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
1: All right, Pat, what uh, I don't know, What was your <laughs> main takeaway from another Yankees bludgeoning of the Twins last night?
2: Uh, the highlight for me was Mitch Hestad, uh, you know, uh, Dustin's right-hand man <laughs> in the public relations department. Yeah. And another, one of the young guys that works with him were in the elevator. You know, coming up those four floors, basically, Mm -hmm. from sub two to four, in the elevator, door closed, granite, concrete and limestone all over, (laughs) and they heard the crack of the bat from Judge. (laughs) 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 They're in the elevator, and they look at each other and say, judge hit one you
1: You could be stuck in that elevator yelling for help for five weeks and no one would hear you but you can hear the crack of an Aaron judge home run from the other side it was
2: so loud and then (laughs) what? four pitches later it was louder when Stan (laughs) hit the one upstairs it was uh Phil Miller had a great lead today that uh you know the game starts and and uh, ten minutes later, eight hundred and eighty-nine feet worth of home runs have been hit <laughs> by those two guys. I'm shocked that the kid made that. Uh, he made it through uh, what three and two thirds or whatever it was. I, I thought it was really going to be. He battled spotter.
1: his tail off, absolutely. Bat. Classic, classic. If Guardy were the manager, bad, bad. he loved when a pitcher would give up five runs in the first <laughs> inning or whatever, but then still make it through four or five innings and bat, you battled your tail off
2: uh but uh beyond that it, you know they were within what four to three and then five to four they were but yep. but did you ever have a thing idea that there wasn't four or five more runs waiting around the corner once the Yankees got interested again so uh which is what happened and uh duffy i I heard duffy's post game and he was kind of com- kept complaining about it he thought he had a judge struck out but hey duffy you can't keep hanging that curveball. Bad things are going to happen, man. He's The pitches that they are hitting for home runs off him are cookies from uh, unbelievable, just breaking balls sitting right in the middle of the plate. You know, it's uh, – I don't know what they're going to do with him. His, his fastball is – he's lost three miles an hour from about two years ago, right? When was he really good? 2000? 19 and
1: 20. 19, 19 and 20, 20. He was – yeah.
2: Yeah, there's, the velocity's not there. And, and uh, you know, that curveball, he's got to get ahead with the fastball and then, you know, pound it down, not flip it up. And, uh, you know, that used to be a great pitch for him. But when he first came up that first year, he just threw nothing but curveballs and everybody uh, talked about it. But, uh, oof, that's, uh, that's bad. But you know what? It seemed like a mismatch last night. And now they have two much better pitchers coming up against them the next two nights. You know, Tyon has been pitching really well, but Cortez is the best pitcher in the American league right now. And Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in the American league for the last four years. So go get them fellas. Isn't it amazing though, that you look at what the twins have been through with their starters and these these five guys have pitched 53 out of their 55 games. Started 53 of their 55, and last night, Tyon not going five was the first in 21 straight. The 21 previous games he gone at least five. Wow. I talked to Atterbury last night, and he was we were just BSing. And the the Yankees bullpen has pitched 55 fewer innings than the Twins bullpen. Wow. Because of the of the starts and the twins have had, he told me twenty four starts of four or less,
1: and some of some of that is is like last night you run a guy like Sands out there and he's you know you're not getting much, but some of it's their choice. Yeah, they're 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 just choosing not to run starters out there for a fifth or sixth or or seventh inning.
2: Yeah, they're not letting them go a sixth inning, and then long term, that's going to kill you. But I mean, Chris Archer hasn't missed a start and he's pitched 39 in the third inning. <laughs> yeah. And he he start. He's he's he hasn't, he's the only guy that hasn't missed a start. But he, and he, might does, as he well, doesn't even
1: qualify for the ERA title probably. He might
2: as well be a reliever. Yeah. Right? That is 39 in the third inning. Come on. He pitched five his last time, so maybe, but uh uh wow. What a I mean, it's it's it always looks it's pretty much I don't think 2006, it looked like a, a mismatch, but they ended up sweeping them. And even in, te- you know, nine and 10, those are pretty good clubs, but it looks as much like a mismatch now as it ever has, doesn't it? Well, oh, with, yeah,
1: without Correa, without yeah, Sonny Gray. Yeah, and Yeah, without, yeah, I mean,
2: without, yeah. I mean Sonny, Sonny Gray was good. He's, he's good, but. Yeah, it's incredible. Although I do remember I was talking to somebody today and they were talking, ah, oh, the Yankees, man, they just can't do well against the Yankees. I said, many a year ago, when we first started talking about this, I think I've told you guys this 10 times, I walked into the Yankee dugout before the game, right? hmm And they were all sitting on the back of the bench. This is like maybe 11, 12, I don't know. A-Rod. Jeter, Cano in his prime, and Teixeira. Those were the four guys. And I said, I believe I have identified the jinx. (laughs) I think I've identified, because Cano, who ended up being a thief, stealing $210 million, was great. He was a Hall of Famer when he was 28. He was great. And uh, ended up he never gave a damn. He ran the first base like, you know, Vlad does sometimes. But uh, you know, this is this team. They might. What are they going to win? One hundred and ten with that pitching staff. If if they don't have some injuries, wow. I don't. Since two
0: thousand two, guys, the Yankees are one hundred and ten and thirty eight against the Twins. Yeah, that includes and-
2: playoffs. Right and actually, they've had a better record in Target Field than they have at, 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 at It's really bad at Yankee Stadium. Well, it's bad here too. But they, they beaten them. I remember one of Kelly's terrible teams though one year, like beating them four to two in the season series, when the Yankees were winning World Series. And you know, so odd things happen in, in baseball.
1: You know, yeah. one of my one of the things that that irks me that people say is. So, so Judd throws out, you know, they're 110 and 38, which is like a, a 120, 125 win pace or something. So they're, they're they're playing at this historical 162 game pace against the Twins. Yes. Over yes. a 20-year period in yes. which at least half of those years the Twins have been a 90 or 100 win team themselves, yes. right? Yeah. And people say, well, but look at it, it's 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 a mismatch. There's no such thing as a mismatch in baseball that would lead to one team winning 120 out of 162 games over the long run. It's so – it doesn't make any sense. Some of it's probably just, you know, just but bizarre. I just wonder – I wonder. Here's what I
2: wonder. Okay, what is it, 120 and 38? 110 and 38. 110 and 38.
1: 150
2: games. How many of the Yankees have been favored Most. A hundred, probably a hundred, mm-hmm. probably two out of three. So I mean, it is, it is an ungodly number, but they, you know, with the pitching matchups and everything, it they, they've generally been favored. I would guess two thirds of the time, probably. And and now and now it gets to the point where they're favored because it's the Yankees playing the Twins. So
1: uh, right, but but okay. what's weird is so the Yankees. The Yankees against the Twins play at a 120 win pace, but the Yankees against the league, which yeah. includes a lot worse teams than the Twins, play at a you know they probably play at a 94 win pace or whatever over the 20 years. I 92 this, win pace.
2: Didn't this Yankee team start off by losing three out of four to Baltimore or something? And they're, you they know, got the, off
0: to a yeah not a great. You start. know what
2: we're looking at here? This was not a team of tremendous expectations when they, I mean, they knew they were going to be pretty good, but they never saw this coming. Well, hell, they made Girardi fire half of his coaching staff last year to keep his job right. Uh, Boone. October, Boone, including, I mean, Boone. Yeah. I keep saying Girardi, Boone, uh, Phil, including Phil Nevin, who's now the manager of the angels and two of his other guys, they made him, you know, Cashman made him fire three of his coaches because they were so disappointed in the last season. And I, I don't think they saw this coming, but, you know, you probably, you look at Tyon, he's had, you know, he had Tommy John two years ago. Uh, you know, you look at uh, uh, Severino has had a great career ruined by constant arm trouble. So they they couldn't have anticipated having the same five starters for the, at least the first third of the season. But, you know, that, that does make a difference. But, you know, I don't, what do you think of their lineup? I don't. You know, Judge. When Stanton is is not an out, it's pretty dang good. I think they gave Lemayhew a lot more money than he deserved. I know he's a two time batting champion, but he's, he's good. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's good. Donaldson. Nah, I, I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's the world's greatest lineup. I think but, the but,
1: the first four hitters are ridiculous. Yes, they are. You know, like Le, Lemayhew, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton. And then, to me, a lot of it depends on. So Joey Gallo has been almost unplayable this season, Joey but he, Gallo he can also
2: had, had two singles last night. That might be the <laughs> he's that yeah. might be the first two single game he's had in five years he usually hits more home runs than he hits singles.
1: But if I mean Gallo's been a forty home run guy, you know, yeah. pretty recently. If if all of a sudden Gallo goes back to at least being Gallo. Mm-hmm. And Josh Donaldson's not the same guy he was five years ago, but if those guys are at least competent and Aaron Hicks can get on base, you know, but the, the, the first four hitters, I would stack those four guys up against any lineup in baseball, but that's a, that's a ridiculous I, stretch I, to have to get I'll out.
2: i tell you what they do. They don't swing the bats, man. They, they're, they're still back to that three or four or five-year-old philosophy of uh, make the pitcher throw as many pitches as he possibly has to. They don't. Aaron Hicks, was doing that before it was fashionable, <laughs> not swinging the bat. But the Yankees
0: – He was afraid they, at the time.
2: You know, one thing the Yankees do is they, they take the borderline pitches. They don't swing at them because they figure the umpire will give them to them anyway, so yeah, to, to some degree. That kid behind – I think that guy behind the plate last night was a rookie, right? Uh, he looks like Tossie? Tossie? I never heard of him. He I don't
0: know he's a rookie. rookie, but, yeah, he's – He was – he
2: was, He had no idea what the hell he was. I got
0: a question for you, Roycey. Tell me this. With the three starters that the Twins got against the Yankees, does Joe Ryan, who's coming off COVID, and we're told he wasn't really sick, okay, does he need to go, and he's going to go on a rehab side? But explain to me how you justify to the team, oh, Joe's got to go to St.
2: Paul to make a start
0: uh, instead of Dylan Bundy.
2: Here's a bigger problem. They don't have starters for Saturday and Sunday they got self smelzer and then they don't know who's going to start why would you not have joe ryan throw his 70 pitch in rehab against the rays on friday night instead of sending to st paul i did a you know one of my low key profanity-filled tirades about this in the press box last night. Some
1: low-key
0: profanity. (laughs) Some (laughs) some low-key for Patrick, which in 2022 (laughs) is like FM, the volume turned up.
2: As as I was leaving the press box last night, I turned to the... Yankee press car. And I said, that's all right. We'll get you bleeping bleepers in October, which <laughs> <laughs> got a pretty good chuckle. Out Is
1: that how it's going to end at some point where they're just, you know, they're going to, they're going to do this, get swept, but then they're going to run into the Yankees next year or something in the playoffs right. and just beat the brakes off of them no, for three games. No,
2: <laughs> no it ain't going to happen. But by the way, the mighty whiteys, Kopeck and some other guys shut out the Dodgers last night. Uh, they are only four back now, and they've been in a coma. And meanwhile, you're sending out non yeah. non big league pitchers. And uh, I don't, yeah, Joe Ryan, somebody in that unbelievably over analytic. And I'm not saying that as far as analytics. I'm saying that they analyze.
1: They're dense. These, They're very dense. Yeah. All
2: these emotional. <laughs> things and and throw Joe get tell that cocky little SOB Joe Ryan to get his ass out there and
0: pitch he wants to pitch here I think it is I know he does yeah Duke said he wants to pitch here he's being told you've got to go and he's like no I don't and he's right
2: No, no they don't have any other pitchers you know what they're gonna do they're gonna go over and look in St. Paul and say you know who they got over there Joe Ryan let's bring him back you know
1: yeah. What's the so so so? What day
0: he is he scheduled? A
2: COVID list for two weeks, by the way. Unless you're in the hospital on a respirator, you don't take two weeks for God's sakes. What and even you then,
0: you might consider
1: getting. He him might out. Was he out test? Was he testing positive for two no. weeks? No, he's, been he's, been he's been out. He's been out more. in public. doing I I I have been told on Jackson, Friday. Soup? Yes, yeah. he was. He was out in public. He's bored out of his mind here. He's not okay, doing so hold anything. On. So he must have been unvaxed and that's not and that's he why right. he didn't go to Toronto, right? Okay. So he's so you, it's why you can't go to Toronto. Why can't they find him a place literally anywhere? If he's if he's tested negative and he's out and about having dinner places while the but team's in Toronto. Made, can't you find a catcher play. and throw 70 pitches in a sim yes, game
2: somewhere? Yes. Well, it was they were all at Target Field allegedly, I think. Maybe they didn't let him go to Target Field. I don't I don't know. God, they overthink everything. It's unbelievable. You know, so. And we haven't even talked about uh, Go ahead. But dh again last night. Yeah. God almighty. What? He takes two out of four days off and they still have to DH Play him. What the hell is going on? Play him in center field. He can't hit now. At least maybe he can go out there and catch a ball. What happened to him at the play? He was striking out like
1: His knee must just be barking,
0: right? I don't know. That's got to be it. You look like his old self last night, and by that I mean five years ago. Yeah, wait like he that, he got the double in the first, but after that he was helpless.
1: If his, let's say his knee, my guess is you know, he would have played in center field if his knee felt good. There's no there's no reason to be you know, off day, you know. Right. So if his knee's barking, but we think it's a chronic issue, as the twins have alluded to, do you? What do you do? Do you do you just keep doing this? you put him on the
0: I.L. for a couple weeks? I
2: don't know what you do.
0: You hope it calms down. That's what they're doing right now.
2: The only player I admire on that whole roster is Jorge Polanco. The rest of them, I I got no time for any of them. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of them, Jorge Polanco. They have to, you know, basically Rocco admitted that the reason Polanco gets to play all the time is he hides. He never comes in and talks to them. He never tells them anything. He stays out of the trainer's room when no spies are in there. He knows the only way you can be in the lineup is to hide and not let them have any hint that you're <laughs> – he has a chronically bad ankle, and he just plays, and he hits home runs, and he plays great. He's, he's – you know, if they had five of those guys, they would – you know, we wouldn't. You wouldn't be going through this silliness. But uh, I don't know. I, on another point, Joe Madden finally got fired. What the hell was it going to take? Huh? Twelve in a row. How about that collection? How did they lose twelve in a row with Otani? Did yeah. you see? And you now Trout, Trout, got, hurt Trout got,
1: got hurt last night. Trout Poor team. Hurt. You thought, yeah, yeah they, they
2: win, were. Did they lose again?
1: They lost I, again. I think. Did they?
2: Thirteen in a row. Six
1: straight. So yes. did did you see Pat? Did you see the exchange between one of the beat writers and Joe Madden? So he must have done a media session earlier in the day, or maybe it was the night before, and then he got fired. So this is uh, Sam. Sam Bloom is uh, he's the beat writer for the for the athletic that covers the Angels, and he posted this exchange. He just posted the Q and A, and so his first yeah. question was, "Do you feel like the team is still competing and fighting the way that you want right now?" <laughs> And Joe, you know, the last 12 straight games. And Joe Madden goes, what do you think? And Bloom says, I mean, you've lost 12 in a row. And Madden says, but you asked a different question. What do you think? And Bloom says, I'm asking what you think. And Madden says, are you saying we're not competing? And Bloom says, I'm not saying that. I'm curious if you think you're competing. And they went, they went back and forth. And then in the Q&A, he puts in two different times. PR asks me to move on. PR <laughs> asks me to move on.
2: <laughs> well, it. To start off with, it's a, it's almost a BSN question, you know. It was, so I, you know, I wouldn't have responded it that, that way. Yeah, you know, that's where you need a Jim Fry or somebody like this. Yeah, or Weaver or something. Yeah, hell yes, we're out warriors, aren't we? Aren't you impressed with us the way we're out there? Need everything. That's when you needed one of the old-time smart asses to say, "Yeah, boy, we've been really something, haven't we? Just a lot of bad breaks. Only about, you know, we were right on the cusp twice in twelve games. It was. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's uh that's a uh, that's a tough question. I wonder if he's any relation to Barry. Barry Barry's Bloom been out on the west coast for everything.
1: I don't know. I don't Barry
2: know. asks about three questions. He can he can enter, uh, uh, empty out an interview room in about five minutes. What a pain <laughs> in the ass he's been! The
0: <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. The poor <laughs> guy.
2: He's a lot of press conferences with Barry. They go. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: what is? Let bear. me let me ask you this. What is the number one question? I get that it's it it has become hard. I think with today's media, yeah. like Bally's isn't going to ask anything. I think the current. Yeah. The current collection of Twins beat writers is not it's not a group that's going to ruffle feathers like a Mike Berardino maybe did a few years ago. So if this you could if you needs, could send we like need
2: Berardino, we need Berardino right now.
1: If you could send in that type of All right, I don't care what anyone's going to think. I don't care if I torch the bridge and this is the last time I'm ever invited back as a credential member of the media. What is the one question you would want Rocco Baldelli to be asked? Or the Twins front
2: office? About what do you do what 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 is this Preoccupation with rest. What 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 is this? What the hell? You know what what happened? Why do you not believe in the theory that if you're good enough to play, you should play? That is the question I would ask. What
1: yeah, it's fair. you know?
2: I said, you know, for a hundred and twenty years, if you felt good, there is no hundred percent, Rocco. There is not. It's 162 games. It should be 140 games out of 162. What is the preoccupation with needing somebody to be 100 yeah. percent? What was the preoccupation with getting them off their feet today? It's baseball. You got to play. I mean, I got to think Correa could have played three days ago.
1: That's another one. Okay, so oh, yeah. so so Correa. Why is if Correa is in the lineup today?
0: Why, Why was, was he, he not in the lineup? lineup last night?
2: Yeah, right. I said the same thing. He was off Tuesday, Monday. There's was a good day off. Yep. And he, now we're going to put him through a strenuous workout. If he can go through a <laughs> strenuous workout, I got a better idea. Play him in the damn game. And if he has to leave in the fifth inning, okay. He didn't pass the strenuous and workout. He's, I don't get it.
0: And he's also c- coming back off COVID and he's vaxxed. Yes. So so there's no downside to playing him unless he's going to, to have long-term complications, which means that the rest of his life is impacted, so just play him. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not coming off a knee problem. It's even. and he's of it, young.
2: Yeah, and even if the rest no. of his life is impacted, who cares? Him play him. If you're going to yes. have him have an arduous workout, you have it Monday on the off day, right? Yeah, yes. The only trouble is if you have a hard workout then Rocco won't let you play the next day because you got to have a day to recover. I, 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 you know, he has, he had a injury, yeah, right. injury play career. But, uh, if I, uh, if I ran that team right now, I would find the next, this current generations, Leonard McKenzie, who was the internist. And, uh, Leonard was afraid of blood, right? He didn't like blood. He was a guy. He didn't like blood. He liked to have a couple of toddies before the game. I'd have him be my medical guy. And, you know, and he'd say, like yeah, blood. there you go. Let's go. Come on. Looks good to me. Go yep.
1: Go get like him. You're bleeding. Get away from me.
2: <laughs> good enough for me. But Doc. Good enough for
1: me. Pitcher takes a comebacker. There's only, you got to get out there and help him. He's bleeding. I'm not going to go near him.
2: I went, yeah. Doc, I went with Doc a couple of times. He's a character, but. We once, uh, in, I think it was opening day, and Charlie Johnson, the old old uh, uh, sports writer, kind of had an episode in the at the bar on opening day uh, downstairs in the press room before the game, and Doc basically stepped over him to get us a drink. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I mean, he said, "You okay? You're gonna be okay, Charlie." Charlie, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, I'll have a, I'll have a cocktail. That's what we need in our medical staff, too much of that.
0: We need a twins room. That's what we need, Pat. Bring, bring back the twins room so people can get drunk and not worry about the small details. Somebody
2: uh, told me that uh, Sanchez, who had a terrible night last night, he was he couldn't block anything and went over 4 maybe because the Yankees were there. Somebody told me that our guy Tanner Swanson, you know, the catching guru, the one-legged guy, the run he's gonna cause more sterile catchers than anybody in history because the ball's jumping up and hitting them in the crotch. But uh with the one legged thing, they he drove Sanchez nuts. That the one of the big problems, I mean, Sanchez was already struggling and they supposedly brought this guy in to help him catch, but you know, you just want Gary to sit back there and catch most of them, right? And not teach him any of these new Age stuff, but I guess somebody who's been with the Yankees a long time said he drove Sanchez crazy. Sanchez was asked yesterday at a little session there, and he's a, you know, he's a quiet guy down in the dugout, and uh, he uh, he asked uh, asked what he missed. He missed. Uh, some of his teammates and the chefs and the cha- chefs in the, the clubhouse. <laughs> sir, Yankees
1: cake. catering is probably oh, five star. <laughs> he Absolutely.
2: Missed, he missed the chefs, too. So, yeah.
1: All right. Well, oh, we'll rack them again tonight, Pat. We'll rack them I'm up again tonight.
2: Uh, I'm. Uh... Ready to go see Nestor the molester though tonight. So I'll be there. Uh,
1: Very exciting. Yep. I, I
2: haven't really watched him pitch much, but it's something. Where would he come from? It's just he Uh-oh. appeared and he's fantastic. He came up last year, but man, he's been fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. One point
2: five zero ERA. Go get him.
1: Pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, Pat. We'll talk Bye. to you on, you on Friday. All right. That's wrapping with Royce here, Mackie and Judd corn on the YouTube channel.